Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey listeners, today's episode of Back in Time is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the Mariah Report. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Here we are. Still in the rainbow era. We're still back in time in the rainbow era. Now, uh, today we're going to discuss some very, very festive moments. Of course. Of course. So we're doing the awards yep. that she won during that era. Yeah. One of them being the highest honor. Yeah, well. Billboard um, Artist of the Decade. Mm-hmm. Where she gave us one of the, her, the best speeches. Best speeches. That best lambs, speeches. All the lambs agree on it. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really one of the best speeches yeah. ever. And also, the Rainbow album, like this part, the tail end of the Rainbow era, when she started getting these awards, is also like the cap of the entire decade of her career. It really is. It sort of like wraps everything up really nicely. Yeah. And it really solidifies her, you know, her legendary status. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what we're gonna go over today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've just been so loving the Rainbow Era so much. Again. I know it's really had a resurgence with us, and I think a lot of our listeners too. Yeah, it's just so so great to go back to that era and all the performances and all the great interviews and all the. I mean, she did so much during that era. She was really on top of things. Yeah, all those good photo shoots too. Oh my god, amazing! I know it doesn't get any better. It does not. No. I was just watching, like, she did the Rosie show. Mm-hmm. She did the Today show. Oprah, she did all kinds. Oh, all she of did, oh, she did everything. Yeah. Everything. And great performances, too. Mm-hmm. And she gave us varied performances. Like, she gave us the Heartbreaker. She gave us the Pedals. Mm-hmm. She gave us, you know, the remix. The remix. She, she gave us everything. The Thank God I Found mm-hmm. You. She really teased us with a little bit of everything from this album in her live performances. Mm-hmm. Which, they're all amazing. I know. Great. And we've mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this is where she cleans up. Yeah, she basically everything except for the Grammys, but the Grammys like we don't matter anyway. anymore. We They're like boring. Them. Yeah, we, so we don't need those. we don't need them anyways. They're yeah. just backup. <laughs> she just has them just to say she has them. Yeah, she doesn't need them. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> so let's start with let's start with one of them, the World Music Awards. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a nice one because it also her decade of reigning queen happened yes. to coincide with the millennium switchover exactly exactly 1999 into 2000 mm-hmm. 
And the World Music Awards have always, I mean, obviously, because she's a worldwide diva, they've always, you know, um, uh, praised her and have given her accolades. Mm -hmm. But this was a big one. Yeah. So she accepted this award. She was the female recipient of the Artist of the Millennium, and Michael Jackson was the male recipient this year. Pretty big deal. I have to say, first of all, this is a completely and totally bizarre experience for me to be receiving the award for Artist of the Millennium. Hello. I mean, it's the same award that Michael Jackson is receiving. I mean, he's been making number one records prior to my birth. He's truly a legend, and I'm just... I just feel blessed to be here tonight. The funny thing is, I still actually feel like that little girl living on a mattress, on the floor, making a demo tape and just trying to get heard. And there's a lot of those people out there. So everybody out there, keep your head up. If you're, if you're working towards a dream, don't give up and don't stop. Um, uh, <laughs> I would like to thank the World Music Awards for supporting me for so long. Thank you, Prince Albert, especially. Um, thank you, God, for carrying me through a lot of desperate situations in my career and in my personal life, in fact. And uh, I truly believe I have survived because of you and my fans around the world. I love you, and I always, always will. That was pretty big. Yeah. It was good. I thought she looked gorgeous. Uh-huh. Yeah. She had yeah. those cute shoes on. She did. The tiny little dress, nice chest moments, the straight yep. hair. Did the hair have a little bit of volume in it, though? I think so. Like, it wasn't so flat. It wasn't, f- well. Flat, flat. It wasn't like flat, flat. I don't think her hair's. I don't think. I don't think her hair's been flat. Maybe it has. I don't know. Uh, Maybe some of those recent wigs are flat, but yeah. <laughs> not back in '99. Um, not back in that time. So the speech was a good-ish speech. Like she was more humbled about the fact that yeah. Michael Jackson was also getting it. Right. Yeah, she mentioned that um, she was intro- she was introduced or I guess like uh, presented by um, um, the Backstreet Boys boys. Yes. Like, I don't know their names, but they were there uh-huh. giving her this award. Um, and she mentioned how Michael Jackson, she's like, he's been making number ones before I was even born. I can't believe this is what I'm receiving like right next to him, I know. which is a huge, huge honor. Yeah. You know, and it's not like it. I mean, I guess the World Music Awards, they're not like Grammys, I suppose, but like they're still wor- accepted worldwide. Yeah. Everybody watches them. They're uh-huh. a very well known organization. Yeah, it's a big deal. You know, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, the Long Island Music Hall of Fame was, you know, giving yeah. her an award exactly. next to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Not that that would be anything to. Although I remember um, remember watching it, and I kind of felt like Michael Jackson's was award was separate for some reason. Like it felt like it wasn't the same award, but it was the same award. He had a more dramatic yeah, entrance. Yeah, he had a more dramatic thing. It was all a big hoopla for him. It was him. like smoke yeah. coming around. You know, cause yeah. you, well, you know he was the male diva. Yeah. <laughs> he had to be. It's very mysterious, uh-huh. very Michael Jackson. You know, Mariah just came out looking cute as hell. I know, I know. And she gave her little speech. I thought, and she had the, her notes written on like a little scrap of I paper. Know. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I always, th- and I feel like maybe she was a little nervous during this. Yeah. A little. Which is understandable. I'd be nervous too. Yeah, it's a huge deal. I'd be up there in front of all these people. Like, what do I say? What do I do? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, hi, thank God. Wait, I just had a flashback. Wasn't there like some sort of kerfuffle, like her her dress ripped and she needed a seamstress backstage? And I'm like making that into a big diva antic situation. Did you hear this in an interview? I think I just had a, right then I remember something happened backstage and it was at the World Music Awards. And she needed a seamstress because the dress broke or she had to get sewn into a dress. Okay. And now acting like she turned up demanding uh, a seamstress. And it turned into this huge deal. And she's like, I just needed a freaking seamstress. Okay. I am not quite sure. But the (laughs) only time I remember something like that happening. Is that what happened? Is at the American Music Awards when she sang Don't Forget About Us. No, no, no. It was way earlier. Okay. It's totally possible, but I remember when she was doing it and she had to hold the side of her dress together. Uh-huh. That So maybe it's happened more than once. We know yes. she's had, like, the wardrobe malfunctions right before going up on awards. Yes, yes, From yes. the Whitney moment to yeah. that moment to all these moments. So it's, there's always a moment. I think I remember that happening now. It's totally possible. I, thought, I don't recall. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't Because I remember she was in Morocco. That's why it was a problem. Mm. And she didn't have they're a seamstress. Probably, I, I guess they're probably that probably was. I'd have to go back into the archives and look. Yeah. If Lambs, if you tidbit, know it, yeah. if you know Help the interview, us. you've Help. seen it, yeah. send it our way. Send it our way. Refresh our memory. Mm-hmm. Mariah and her wardrobe moments. What can you do? Uh-huh. Hey, Dan, I'm excited because we have found a sponsor that our listeners will love love it's audible.com and it's the world's largest collection of audiobooks i know it's amazing if you go to audibletrial.com slash the mariah report you will get 30 day free trial plus an automatic download of any book of your choosing all for free Oh my god, perfect. And cancel anytime. Yeah. Oh, you know what's even better than canceling at any time? You get to keep your book even if you cancel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And if you don't like a book, they will let you exchange it for free. That's perfect. Yeah, because you know when you buy like an actual book and you're two chapters in and you're like, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. done, over it, I don't like it, this is not what I thought it was. I know. And here's why it's better than actually buying books. Because if you hate it, you're not going to deal with returning it. Right? And then you just got a pile collecting dust uh-huh, exactly. of books. You yeah. know what else I love about Audible is that the A-list celebrities, when they do like an autobiography or if they do a book, they narrate it themselves. Our friend Craig Seymour has a book on there. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, well, I might have to cue that up mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. All right, guys, go get your free trial and your free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash the Mariah Report. Let's talk about her American Music Award moment. Exactly. Because this was another really great speech. Yes. Another really great speech, but for different reasons than what most speeches are. Well, first she started with the... She opened the show. Yes, she did. Thank God I Found Mm -hmm. You remix Mm -hmm. with uh, Joe and Ness. Yes. Oh, someone else there? No, I just think a lot of dancers. The dancers, right. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of dancers just all over the place. And she switched outfits mid-song. Yeah, she gave us like the true diva style. Uh-huh, which I love. Wardrobe change. Yes. You know, not the tearaway wardrobe change. A full wardrobe change in the middle of the song. Yeah, but I really liked the black leather look on her. I did too. That- I liked both of those looks. Yeah. 
she just looked really good that night. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, before we get into the speech, though, let's talk about what she wore for the speech, for the acceptance of this. <laughs> Those two squares and a um, string. I mean, <laughs> at the time, at I the time, was like, it was I was of... like, oh my God, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I mean, I don't know. I still really like it. I think it's an iconic, I think, I so. think for fans, it's an iconic like wardrobe. Well, I kind of forget about it, but looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because the boobs were new. Yeah. They were good though. They were good. I mean, she looked so good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I was just afraid that something was going to fall out out. or something. That's what I was worried about. Because it looks like just one piece of string is holding everything together. One one piece of string. Someone could walk by and (laughs) cut that and, honey, (laughs) you're you're naked. Boom. Right there. At the musical. At the the American musical. In front of Olivia (laughs) Newton-John and the children in the front row. (laughs) So it was a cute speech. So Olivia, her idol, her her pal. Yes. Presented her with this award. The Australian lady presented yeah. her with the American Music Award. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey is truly deserving of this honor. I don't know where to start, but I'll try. She's the only artist in rock and roll history to have a number one single in every year of a decade. She has more number one singles than any other solo female artist, 14 in all. She surpassed the Beatles, the Beatles, for total weeks at number one in the pop singles charts. She sold over 128 million records worldwide and is the best-selling artist of our time. I'm so thankful that this talented young woman has shared her talent with the world. I love her. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to present the American Music Award of Achievement to Mariah Carey. But Olivia's had she's had American. She's hits. an honorary. Yeah, American. she's a she's a, she's beloved. An icon, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the award was basically for like just um, special achievement. Yes. A lifetime achievement. Yeah. And she accepted the award, and then she, you know, I loved how she was just like paused for a moment, and someone was like saying, "Oh, I love you," and she's like, "What's up?" Uh-huh. <laughs> it was super cute. Yeah. But basically, the whole speech was about, you know, yes, Mariah has accomplished so much in her career, and she's very grateful for it, very humbled for it. Yeah. But I remember watching this thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to start crying, (laughs) because she had the two little girls from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Well, she opened with, like, saying, when I was a kid, I had a wish. Right. Mm -hmm. So she made it. She, yes, it, it yeah. went, there was a there was a through line yeah. for it. Yeah, it was yeah. very well planned uh-huh. and, and spoken. Um, but she had the two little girls who had a wish. The Make a Wish Foundation, which yeah. uh, give kids a wish when they're terminally ill, terminally Ill and not going to be know, around for long. All of that. So, and she's been um, working with the Make a Wish Foundation for many many years, mm-hmm. practically her whole career, probably mm-hmm. since like at least the early nineties. Yeah. Um, and she's been given a lot of awards and Wish Granter of the Year for them, and oh, blah wow. blah blah, all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and so she had the two <laughs> little girls up front because their dream was to, you know be it at an award show or meet Mariah or whatever it is. And Mariah, I guess, like went over the top and she's like, you can sit in my seats. And, you know, she made the audience get up and applaud these girls. And then Mariah says, their achievements are much greater than mine. Uh And I was like, oh, my God. Yes, girl. Uh Give it to them. I know. (laughs) And I just want to say one little thing. What's up? (laughs) When I was a 
little girl, I made a wish that one day I would be singing and writing professionally and I love you too. And doing what I love for a living. And you know, like I never really imagined that it could get to this level. I mean, who's gonna think it could get to this level? Where I would be sitting here with so many incredibly talented people. But um, tonight, I'm not sitting in my seat because there are two kids here who also made a wish. And we're all making it come true tonight. I'd like to thank Titiana Charles, right there, and Colleen Wright from the Make-A-Wish Foundation for their courage and their strength. Can we please give them a hand? Can we get up and stand up for these beautiful girls? Can we stand up for these girls? And I would like to accept this award on behalf of them because their achievements are a lot more special than mine. Thank you very much. I love you and I love my fans. Good night. Thank you. It's sort of like, see, sometimes when I watch it, it gives me chills because it just shows you. She gets it. <clears throat> She gets it. She yeah. understands it. She gets to that that the achievements and what right all and these awards and the charts on that shit. Yeah. But what does it all really mean? Exactly. Nothing. Which is why when the Grammys don't give her an award, she's like, whatever. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares yeah. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. What is it getting? What is it doing for me? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's great to be acknowledged by your peers and things of that nature. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. So I just love that Mariah took this huge moment mm-hmm. and gave it to someone else yeah you know it's like yeah adele you can say oh beyonce here you go this mm-hmm. is yours but like mariah gave it to somebody who isn't a celebrity who isn't a star she gave them mm-hmm. their moment yeah and it's so sweet mm-hmm. and it's really really that's why i love mariah i wish we would see more of that yeah Especially nowadays, but back then we saw it all the time. But well, I'm sure for the kids that was such a <clears throat> oh, it was huge, enormous thrill. To, it's almost like um, it's like Santa Claus. Yeah, like we know Santa Claus isn't real and it's all kind of nonsense and fun. But to the kids, is this is like a real exciting thing. This is, I mean, this made their day. This yeah. made their life. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, that would have been like. They were the, on. They like, were dancing on the ceiling. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> As our friend Lionel would say. Um, <clears throat> then right after the awards, Mariah went to the Rosie Show where she performed "Petals," mm-hmm. which we talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. That gorgeous performance. The best petals she's ever done. Oh, the best petals. Yeah. The best petals. Even though she's performed it recently, like on the Chanteuse tour. I know, which we forgot like, to mention because it was so... We went back and looked at it and we're like, this is why we this forgot this. is why this. we did not mention it. Or we this is why we forgot to yeah. talk about it. Because it was one of the worst lip syncs ever. Ever. I mean, if she was on RuPaul's Drag Race with that performance of Petals Chante from away. Chanteuse tour, yeah. she would sh- sashay away Chante, yeah. and never be seen <laughs> again. She would be like... She would be like just. Uh huh. She'd be over. Uh huh. I'm so glad that we (laughs) (laughs) we are totally bringing up the bad things, but she just did not do that any justice. She should not not have even tried it. Well, she literally pushed play on the CD. Yeah. So we've all lip synced to to that song. Right. I lip synced to it, especially in the past few weeks, many a times. It wasn't good. She's like patting the pillow like it's a cat. And then she switches mics halfway through. Yeah, she just takes one mic. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to use this one instead. And it doesn't matter because the CD is still playing. It was the funniest thing ever when you watch that. 
is so hysterical. But she's got to take it seriously because this is where fans get mad because it's yes. a sacred song. That exactly. And now she's just fucking around. Exactly. With now you're just you're not giving us yeah. that specialness of the song like what she yeah. did on the Rosie show and yes. uh, on the uh, Rainbow the Rainbow Tour. tour. If you're going to do a song like that, you can't mess with it. You can't mess around with it. Yeah, because like you got to give us the emotion. Because when you give people that kind of song, it becomes their song. And now you, and now that now you're going to fuck up with that. You know, you're fucking around with that song. Yeah. That's my song. That's my song, girl. What you do to my song? Yeah. <laughs> How you going to fuck my song up? Uh-huh. You know, it's just, yeah. It's oh, it's just, our it's, song. And now you're not taking it seriously. Right. And now we think that you don't care. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know? Yes. Right. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, okay. Well, if you don't care, then why should I? Exactly. See, that's what I'm just saying. I know. I not know. to, you know, say, but I'm just saying. <laughs> this is where, like, cracks happen in the relationship with the fans. Right. Exactly. Because there's a lot of cracking going on right now. There's a lot of cracking. But back in time, in uh-huh. 1999, anyway. <laughs> we were. Or actually, she performed this in 2000, early 2000. But yeah. um, um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful rendition of Petals. And when she was on the Rosie O'Donnell show, she de- then performed and she did the interview. And they talked about the dress. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about... Oh, the um, American Music Awards, yeah. Yeah, the American Music Awards. They talked about the dress she wore. Yeah, and Rosie's like calling it skanky dress. Like, what is she like calling yeah. it something? She called it um, skanky, I skanky, think. Skanky, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what she called it. Now, listen, I want to talk to you right here. Oh, dear. American Music Awards. Hello, Trampy Dress. Hello. Rosie, <laughs> you have a beautiful. Wait a minute. I have something to say. Okay, all right. For the first five or six or seven years of my career, they made me wear a top up to here <laughs> and things not to this. And I want to show, it, wear my, show my body in a dress. I'm going to show it. All right, but honey, thank you. Today. Thank you. Thank now, you very much. You have so, a very nice body, but I don't need to see it at 8 p.m. Look at this. It wasn't 8 p.m. It was 10. Oh, it was. All right. All right. But it's, you know, I don't <laughs> and mind. I, said, I will say this. Yeah. In the dressing room, yeah. it looked like straight on. And you, you didn't really, it didn't seem to be a problem. Yeah. But I didn't know that when it was angled a certain way, you got a little more of a view. All right? Yes. So I will say that. When I saw it, I started singing, hello, Mariah. Well, hello. <laughs> well, excuse me. I'm not the only one on that show that wore revealing ensemble. So... And Mariah, that's when Mariah clapped back. Yeah. Before clapping back was clapping back, she literally clapped. I got something to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she went on, and she was very right. It's like, compared to what most people are wearing, yeah. you know, and Mariah's a grown woman. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not like she's showing up at the playground in that. Exactly. You know, yeah. with kids, you know, mm-hmm. she's going to an adult thing, mm-hmm. whatever. She can wear whatever she wants. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But she also talked about the reason she did what she did for those little girls. Mm. When I got this award for the AMAs, there were the two girls from the Make-A-Wish Foundation there. Mm -hmm. And that was a really nice thing that I felt like I was accepting the award, but I wanted to give them that night because as we, I don't know if we're all aware of what the Make-A-Wish Foundation does, but we can explain it. They take children who are um, sometimes terminally ill and they grant them their wish, which is sometimes to talk to a celebrity or just even have a phone call or to meet somebody or whatever. So I thought it would be nice to just put them in the seat so that way they could have a better wish than you know, whatever. And, and instead, actually, it's really sad because one of the girls, um, Colleen, recently passed away after this. So she did get her wish and ten times more because the whole place stood up and applauded for her. So I felt really good about that. But my point is, everybody makes such a big deal about the dress. Can't we focus on, like, human beings and who has a good heart and who doesn't and who's, you know, trying to do something more than just stand there and glorify in themselves? Hi, you know, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It was more about, I mean, I feel like using those places to be able to kind of... All right, just wait. Now I feel bad about the trampy comment. I do. (laughs) I feel really bad.
and that was just so sweet and it's it's so true and honest mm -hmm. and humble mm -hmm. she's just the greatest and that yeah. poor little young woman passed away yeah but rest in peace well she had a thrill she did she, you know mariah gave her her you know her moment to shine mm -hmm. and that's what matters so that was a really great moment that whole thing that whole early 2000s was was really good yeah so i so the next award we're going to talk about is the biggie oh my gosh which this is the greatest yeah so it's the Billboard, Billboard Music, Awards. Music Awards. I always want to say Blockbuster. I keep mixing those two up. What happened to Blockbuster? They just went but out they of business. Went away, right? Oh, they went out of business. What do you do with the award once you now... Once they don't exist anymore? Yeah, I don't do you know. Just chuck it out? Oh, no. Mariah decorates her house with them or keeps them in storage. Probably, you know, like something. Um, when you, don't the, you don't want the wind to blow the door shut? So you oh, put yeah. On like the floor, a, a doorstop. A doorstop. Yeah. <laughs> a paperweight. Because yeah. um, she did uh, receive uh, one of those Blockbuster Awards and she performed during the Rainbow Era there. Yeah. And that was great. And Stevie Wonder presented her. Yeah, yeah. Blah, that. blah, blah. And she performed Can't Take That Away, which was great. One of our favorite moments, which we talked about in part two, I believe. Yeah. Um, so you can go back and listen to that if you have not yet. Uh, but, but the Billboard. The Billboard Awards. Now, let me just set the stage here. Because this was, uh, from my recollection, Mariah had just, the album had sort of just came out. This was in December of 99. Yeah. Top of December. She had just done the Homecoming special. Yep. So we're riding high off of all of that. Yeah. And I have always been an award show junkie because I'm always like, is Mariah going to show up? Right. Is Mariah nominated? What's going on? So I've always loved award shows. This particular one, I did not know Mariah was attending because oh. I remember specifically sitting there watching it and just, you know, enjoying my life, mm -hmm. not thinking, OK, I don't have anything to worry about because Mariah's not here. <laughs> right. You know, I don't have to have my VCR. I only have to be taping oh, no. this. I, I'm fine. <laughs> Mariah's not here because obviously they would just announce if the biggest star is coming. Yeah. And they did not announce her because it was all a surprise. Uh-huh. So look at me and my little gay ass laying on the couch. <laughs> Out comes Patti LaBelle. I'm still not putting two and two together uh -oh, here. Uh oh, yeah. Patti LaBelle comes out and I'm like, okay, hey, queen. Yeah. And then she starts, she names like all the big people the who are like of the, the artists of the decade. Of the decade who yeah. were like huge from Aerosmith, Garth Ma Brooks, Madonna, Madonna Tony Braxton. Yeah. I was like, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, Janet, uh, Shania Twain. Yeah. And I'm seeing all of these acts. And even though I know Mariah is like, the biggest yeah i'm thinking oh garth brooks this is going to garth brooks yeah you know because they were like crazy for him yeah he's still like the biggest selling oh yeah and so i'm like oh Physicals. oh this this is totally garth brooks like whatever i should just you know i should go you know get a splash break yeah i wasn't even 21 yet <laughs> um okay so then right after they introduce the 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 nominees they do the video yeah and then um patty says here's a hint uh-oh. And the first thing she said is, I think she said, this person has the record for most weeks at number one. And I was like, 
bitch what you say that's not is that mariah and she goes on and then she says the first and then i think she messed up because she couldn't read the teleprompter and she said that this artist wrote their first song at age four i think she meant to say 14 yeah or started singing at age (laughs) four yeah like that Uh i was like okay girl i don't think nobody was writing at that point but okay (laughs) songs or whatever And then I'm like, oh, my God, I think this might be Mariah. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then she said again. And I was like, holy F. And I had to, like, fly out of the couch, <laughs> grab a VCR tape, shove it in the VCR, and press all the buttons. And I was like, ah! And I was dying. But as soon as Mariah, like, got, like, halfway down the stairs, like, it was recording. So I got it. And okay. we watched it a billion times. Oh, yeah. A billion times. So much that the VCR tape actually cut oh no in half and i taped that shit together (laughs) taped it together and i kept watching it (laughs) i mean it was like oh i couldn't see that chunk of footage but you know it still worked okay so mariah comes out to the fanfare well um my story of seeing it okay as because i didn't couldn't watch we didn't they didn't play the billboard awards that's right so i had to go to mariah daily or whatever it was Uh at the time and download it, and it takes like 20 years. hours. Yeah, exactly. Like 100 years to get it. I'm like, what's so Because I think that somehow I was getting buzz about it. I was like, what is so good about this speech? So I'm like waiting forever to do it, to get it. Then I watch it. And I, and the first thing I saw was like, this is a real treacherous staircase. She's coming down. In those little itty bitty heels. The danger. I thought she could just tumble all the way down. In that tiny little dress that yeah. looks like a napkin yeah, on her. I, know. I mean, it looks gorgeous, but it's like literally like a hand-sewn little uh-huh. dress. And I just rewatched it. And there's this, um, as she's coming down, she's holding everybody's hands, like uh-huh. holding herself up. Some dude kisses her hand and she like has this look like, oh, gross. <laughs> oh, God. That was just a flashback to me a month earlier <laughs> oh, kissing yeah. her hand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, anyway. So she makes it down. She gets to the stage. She can barely get up on the stage. I know, right? Yeah. It's like that again. That tiny little dress. She like needs someone to like hoist her up, pretty much. Uh huh. And all the while, there's all of that confetti. confetti the, the confetti, whole thing. Confetti, like, is so like it's so much confetti. Yeah. Like it's huge, and they're playing Heartbreaker. I know there's too much already. And there's so much going Nothing on. Even it's happened like, yet. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't even like hit the stage. <laughs> I just remember. So I was still like new to. to I don't even know if I knew I was a lamb. Right, because you just sort of didn't know. Just wasn't sure what yeah. was happening. I wasn't like, <laughs> sure what's going on. With myself. Still, like making my transition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is all very surreal to me because it seems, honestly, it seems like not so long ago that I was a kid in high school with a demo tape and a lot of determination and just really the desire to hear my songs on the radio. I mean, I didn't know about platinum or gold records or like what you had to sell to get them. I mean, I didn't even know about the billboard charts. Sorry, but I didn't know. (laughs) And then it all happened so fast and it's like my life became public. I lived in the recording studio writing and singing and that's how I made so many records in so little time, pretty much having no life. But I'd like to thank my mom for inspiring me and thank Don Einer and all my Columbia Records family for so much support. And I'd like to thank all the amazingly dedicated Sony people around the world. And obviously, obviously, I have to thank Tommy Mottola for his support, specifically during the beginning of my career. And I have to thank everyone at Maroon Entertainment for their unparalleled dedication. 
I've been traveling around the world, right, you know, promoting Rainbow, my new album, and um, it's kind of like my message of hope for the new millennium, and it's been so moving to see so many devoted fans in continents where we don't even speak the same language, where people are singing back the lyrics to me that I wrote, and that means so much to me because I put all of myself into my music. So as a writer and as a producer, I thank you, and I'm so grateful to God to have overcome so many obstacles as a multiracial person with a very dysfunctional history until recently. I am not Cinderella. My life has not been a fairy tale. Forget the image, forget the ensembles, forget the rumors, forget the short skirts, big hair, whatever. I owe this to the fans, and I will never forget you. So I want to accept this award on behalf of all of you. You've come a long way, and I feel like I'm just getting started. Because as an artist, and most importantly, as a person, I am genuinely happy to, and finally, finally free to be who I really am. Thank you. I remember by the end of the speech, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I get it. Jaw dropped. Yes. Chills, a tear running down your eye. I mean, it was like amazing. My initial takeaway was she was just basically saying, fuck you. I did yeah, it. I did it. I'm done. I effing I'm done. did this I'm shit. I'm doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. It's me and my fans. Right. And, and that is what I love about it. And I was like, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. Oh my God, oh my That's God. <laughs> it really is. And you know, I, obviously I'd seen all the other Mariah speeches from, you know, the early days and I've seen them all since. She's, nothing has ever compared to this. No. Nothing has even come close. I mean, the American Music Awards with the two little girls, yeah. that was pretty good. But, but this, was- this one really encapsulated, encaptured, whatever you want to call it. Like the essence yeah. of her, her career, her connection with her fans, and her passion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but even like rewatching it now, it's a speech where she really managed to make it feel like we won. Yes, it's us. Yeah, it's us against the world. Yeah, it's us against those record label executives uh-huh. and the haters it's us and the haters and F it's still them. like that like we're still like, still in this battle that never ends like, i know Mariah can't sing anymore mariah's done oh don't get me started like all of it's like no no she can. <laughs> you listen to me yeah. mister <laughs> okay <clears throat> but let's talk a little bit about the speech and what she said in it because it's really so well done. Now, obviously, if you look closely, she's reading off a teleprompter. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine because this is a long speech. And we get multiple shots of JLo gawking yes, at Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> but that's before the whole glitter thing. Oh, yeah. Before Mariah All and her that. were like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. JLo was new to the yeah, scene. Yeah, she was absolutely brand new. And there was no like. like di- well, she clearly. The album yeah. just came out. Yeah. She definitely didn't know her then. No. They still don't know her. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. But um, she, the way the speech just unfolded was so great because she really started talking like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I just was a little girl, you know, who wanted to hear my songs on the radio. And, you know, she didn't know anything about the Billboard Awards. Sorry, but she didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, and how it came and it grew and just everybody along the way. And she thanked Tommy Matola. Yeah. Do you remember that? specifically yeah <laughs> for the, the beginning. beginning of my career <laughs> yeah i am telling you i could probably still to Do this it. day say that speech with the inflections that she does uh-huh. to a t 
I've watched it so many times. I'm not going to. I could rehearse. I need to rehearse it, <laughs> but I could probably do it. But I could probably do it still, honestly, because I've literally watched it a million billion times. I don't know what resonated so much about like that. That really made an impact. This speech. I th- I think so. I think actually let's do, let's send up some lamb home. Send some lamb homework, guys at home. Tell us what you love about yes, the speech. Yes. What, what is did it? you love about it? What did you? it make you feel? What? How did it change your view or help your view of Mariah or whatever? Yeah. But what I was going to say is I've seen all of her speeches before and after. And this one in particular is so good because, number one, she says a lot in it. Yeah. But number two, her enthusiasm, mm-hmm. her, you know, uh, you could see that she really was feeling it herself. Like, even when she first stood up to the podium and she was like, woo, uh-huh. woo you know whatever exhausted from that climb down the stairs it was crazy like she really really was feeling it so it was like the energy that she was getting from the crowd from just the moment to how huge this award is Mm -hmm. i mean artists of the decade it's like a part of that seems like aggressive in the speech like she's almost yelling at us Mm -hmm. and she's kind of not i don't think she's over it she's Gives no more fucks. She's like, yeah. here's how I did it. Deal yeah. with it. <clears throat> and then one of, obviously one of our favorite parts, Martin, is uh, the big hair, short skirts, whatever, because yeah. we used to have that in our intro a long yeah. time ago when we were the Lamely meeting. Uh, but she even used it in her trailer for Mariah's World. Oh, yes, teasers? she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were actually a couple of things in those trailers that we actually never saw on the show. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. That's another story. Because we're, we're in the moment right now. Yeah. This is the good shit right here. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> but then and then she talks about the connection with the fans. Yes, and how she was out promoting this Rainbow album, and again, this is only oh, yeah, just a yeah. few years after, like Butterfly, you know, Butterfly, yeah. and the the emancipation from Tommy and everything, yeah. where she really could feel that connection with the outside world because she was so secluded before, mm-hmm. and now she can really like interact with fans, mm-hmm. and she can hear their stories, and she can, you know, and when they sing back the lyrics that she wrote in, in other countries <laughs> that don't speak the language, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like it really. She was finally able to really feel her impact, yeah, on the world. Uh-huh. And that's huge. Yeah. That's so huge. And I think that's another reason why this speech is so memorable for us and for Mariah uh-huh. and why she was so into it because yeah. she finally was experiencing what this, what her talent was doing for people, yeah, the impact it had. She wasn't letting it blow up her ego. She was extremely grateful for it. Yes. And that's, and you could tell the way she, she yelled, but at us right through this speech yeah we like you get it like oh my god yeah we did it mariah right and then right at the end when she's like you know um <clears throat> she's like you know uh, but i feel like i'm just getting started yeah and it was it was so true because like i said like just said this was, she was finally growing into who she really wanted to be as an artist yes and she finally had that freedom. Mm-hmm. But now we know what came right after that was glitter, which I think is artistically amazing. But, mm-hmm. you know, we know what happened. Culturally, we know what happened. Um, <clears throat> but it just it says so much because this really did, you know, the end of the 1990s into 2000, um, this whole the end of the rainbow era and then 
everything after it is like two different worlds uh-huh. when you look at Mariah's like oh, 27 years of career. Yeah, completely different worlds. It's so crazy. But it shows you that, you know, when Mariah was saying in that speech, like, I finally have the freedom to be who I am and, uh-huh. you know, make the music I want. <clears throat> it was so true because we see yeah. how drastically different it is. I guess drastically isn't necessary, but how different it is. Yeah. And I, I'm okay with that. I love that about her because it shows her versatility mm-hmm. and, you know, her passion for writing and, and music. Well, I think the Rainbow Era gets <clears throat> buried between Butterfly and then Glitter forward. You forget it because not, nothing super interesting happened except all these big awards. But it wasn't that big dramatic shift that Butterfly was. And it wasn't the crash of Glitter. Right. So it gets lost in that middle part. Yeah. I Which see I think, that. I think I'm digging it up. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot all about this stuff. I mean, there's so much. In the, there's in the, so many in the great grand moments. scheme of things. Mm-hmm. It gets, it gets yeah. lost because I think you know it. You're right. It does get lost because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the album that sold 10 million copies. Yeah. It wasn't Butterfly, which is you know the you know R&B influenced, mm-hmm. you know, reemergence of the real Mariah. It's mm-hmm. not the the catastrophe of glitter. Nothing it's not the resurgence yeah. of, you know, the emancipation of Mimi. Yeah. It was just like this great just little gem album. right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it gets like forgotten about. But mm-hmm. it's great. And I love it, love it, love it. <gasps> I can't wait to hear what the lambs out there think about this billboard speech because it is you want to talk about iconic uh, an iconic she, moment of Mariah's career. She will never top it. Never. She could never. No. Because it was so, so well done. Mm-hmm. Perfection. I still get chills. No, me too. All the time. Yeah. I just watched it. And was, yeah. Like, Big hair, short skirts, bounce, whatever. Yeah, bounce This is around. for the fans. Yeah. And I will never forget you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is kind of sad because I feel like she's forgetting us a little bit. I think she needs to watch her own speeches. She, she might have to. However, you know, I do agree that you know, she may have forgotten about the fans a little bit but her world is so different now with you know kids, like obviously. with the kids yeah i think mariah always longed for unconditional love yeah. and she got a lot of that from her fans yeah and so she was always you know saying how much she appreciated now she has it from her kids mm-hmm. so it's like it's all going there now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So sometimes us as fans, you know, we can feel forgotten. Just saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you look back at moments like this, it's just like, yeah. uh, this is the best. Okay, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up our Rainbow Saga for now, I guess. We're going to dig yeah. it up another time, maybe. Of course. Why There's not? always rainbow moments to, yeah. to be discussed. Yep. But uh, I I love all the feedback we've been getting. Yeah. On our social media, we've been getting a lot of emails at MariahReport at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, The Mariah Report. Let us know your favorite moments from Glitter and what you thought Not of Glitter, these. Rainbow. Oh, my God. <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> Wrong era. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I'm just talking. I don't even know what I'm saying. I have no clue. Remember the other week when I was like, welcome to the Lemonly meeting. And I was like, girl, what decade am I in? Anyways, that means we need to wrap it up. Because right. my mind is crazy. Okay. But uh, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. Share with your friends, please. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.